You're listening to Consolidate That. Welcome back to Consolidate That, Ivan. Great to see you again today. Really excited about our guest. Hey, Ryan. I'm Ivan Zach. Very excited to have Angela Morissette on our podcast. So Angela is a strategic thinker with entrepreneurial spirit, currently on a mission to help all humans and pets afford care they deserve via accessible and transparent financing. Angela is a vice president business operations at Scratch Pay. She's an associate member at Revenue Collective. Previously, she was a manager of strategic initiative and analytics at National Veterinary Associates. Angela, welcome to the show. Thank you for finding the time. Thank you guys for having me. Looking forward to it. So maybe out of the gate, for those that don't know what Scratch Pay, and everybody should know now and just see what Scratch Pay is about, but tell us what it is. Sure. So Scratch Pay, we started in uh, 2016 as a way to give, kind of put the power in the vet clinic's hands to not have to deal with payment plans. So what we do is we provide an all digital experience for clients to apply for funding if they can't afford the total cost of care right at payment. And then we go ahead and give them you know, up to 24 months to pay us back. And then we pay the vet provider upfront and in full, you know, minus a small facilitation fee. So we're really trying to help. That's been our mission historically to help veterinary practices, you know, not have to worry about any pesky AR on the books. All right. Well, I haven't been to the exam room as a veterinarian for the past, I think it's coming up to six years, maybe a little less than that. And I remember that the care credit, is that your competitor? How are you different from them? Or maybe I'm completely in the wrong sector of the business. You nailed it. So that's typically when we talk to practices about our payment plan functionality, the, the first name that comes up. So we have a couple of points of differentiation from care credit. One, we're a little bit easier to use for the practices because we're not a credit card and we're not a bank. We're able to more quickly approve applicants. And there's not sort of all this regulated training that a practice has to go through to use us. A couple other points, we do a soft credit pull for clients versus like a hard credit check you're going to have with any credit card when you apply. And so that makes the conversation a little bit easier when maybe a, a team member is asking a, a client to apply for financing. You know, it's not going to hurt their credit score. And then one cool thing we do is risk-based pricing. So instead of like a traditional credit card, it's just going to have one interest rate for anyone that applies. We actually evaluate a client's holistic profile to give them an interest rate that's sort of applicable for their background. So we can give, you know, clients that have more advantageous profiles a little bit of a lower rate. So that's typically helpful to you. Am I right to think maybe outside the veterinary space, a product that a lot of people would be used to seeing in the checkout screens online is Affirm? Correct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I, I think that's one that, you know, as I started doing more and more online shopping, it just sort of popped up and then took over and has been really a, a hot commodity across the board there. Is that pretty similar in the idea of allowing people to have that flexibility of payment options and, and being able to make those purchases at the time that makes sense to them? Totally. That's exactly right, Ryan. What we've kind of developed to in the last couple of years, we actually released a product that we call Take 5. That's a 0% kind of APR plan. It allows the client to, when they're at the practice, just put down a 20% down payment, if you will. And then it gives them eight more weeks to kind of line up with their paycheck to make the remaining four payments, which is like very similar to a firm or Klarna. Our CEO came from Klarna. So did they just get acquired or 
tie up with somebody. I feel like big round of funding. So, and then they go. just well, good place to be. Yeah. I think they're working with Stripe now too. So yeah. Awesome. Well, we understand a bit and I know coming from the PIM space, we were integrated with scratch pay and thought highly of the product and of the team there. How does it go to market with a large consolidator? I understand the idea of, you know, one-to-one doctor or the front desk bringing on the client to use it. But how are you guys working with large consolidators and, and making sure that it's something that makes sense to them on the their financial portion and keeping mm-hmm. the payments in place and everything like that? Yeah, that's a great question. So I'll kind of cover a couple of different ways we've worked with larger groups. So the first way is just with our, you know, classic payment plan offering that we've been talking about to date. And that's a pretty simple implementation. So we work with large groups all the time. There's a couple of different protocols. It takes about, I would say, 30 minutes for the practice to really get the hang of the product because it's really not that complex. And we put so much of the application onto the client that to get a whole group up and running, you know, we've done 300 plus site rollouts to consolidators in less than a quarter. And that's really because we've tried to keep our product simple. It's all digital based for payment plans. You know, there's nothing really to install, so to speak. So we've worked with consolidators just to equip their practices to be able to offer payment plans. And some of those practices, you know, just because you brought up care credit as well, we do work kind of jointly in tandem, right, with practices that do have care credit. It's just really good with, you know, over 50% of millennials saying that they either have or will put something on a buy now, pay later product in their future purchasing. It's just a great option to have at any practice. So we've spread the gamut of we have some exclusive relationships where clinics just have scratch pay or consolidators want us to be kind of the first look. And we've also done rollouts with our payment plans where we're kind of an additional option as well. And then the second way we've worked with consolidators, and you brought up, I think, the good point of kind of that digital e-commerce experience. So we're actually doing some really exciting stuff with pilots of not just having scratch pay payment plans, but actually offering a full payment processing suite. So we recently partnered with Stripe. We're a payfac with them. And now what we can do is in the checkout experience, we can really emulate that e-commerce one, wherein we know that when a clinic goes to talk to a client, they can actually offer scratch pay on that invoice. So that way, again, kind of takes the awkwardness out of the conversation if a payment plan was needed and really just equips the team with the resources they need to really offer that like plan A level of care versus, you know, feeling like maybe they need to take something out of the recommendation because a client can't afford it. They just know that in that checkout flow, there's going to be the scratch pay payment plan. So we have a couple limited pilots going with that right now, which has been really exciting to see how, you know, the adoption rates have been with those payment plans. Speaking of the payment processing, so right now you guys are stepping into that as well. And how does that flow work? Can you walk me through as a user, if I'm checking out of the clinic, what does that look like? Yeah, great question. So when COVID hit, the first payment processing product we developed was actually text to pay and email to pay. So think if you're the clinic and you're trying to trigger out an invoice to a client, most clinics were doing curbside, right? So They would actually type in a client's cell phone number, the total, and we had some kind of preliminary integrations with like Avamark and Vetspire, where it could actually just send it direct. 
but the client would actually receive a link on their cell phone. From there, they could click that link. It would open an invoice, which is kind of fully customizable to whatever payment plan and payment processing options the clinic wants to show. So we had certain consolidated groups that really wanted to minimize their merchant fee. So they were really promoting banking as an option and actually just connecting you know, the client's ACH account directly, because that's going to traditionally just remove some of those network fees and be the cheapest option. And so, yeah, so the client would receive that invoice. They'd select their preferred payment method, whichever one the clinic or consolidator wanted to offer, and just complete the payment right from their car. And then the clinic would receive notification immediately, like, hey, Angela has paid her $150 bill, and they would then walk out the pet to the car knowing that that payment's been complete. So that was our first kind of foray into payment processing, was really solving for that curbside use case. And now we actually have physical terminals with digital screens that can, we're working on kind of putting that payment plan right on the screen. So when someone's in clinic as well, they can see that and opt in. I have to say, I think it's interesting, the angle of going about that. You know, we've, we had a, another company that did payment processing on the show before. And, and it's something that we've talked about with, with them and, and a lot of other people. And I do think it's kind of interesting for the idea of ScratchPay to expand into that because in the payment processing space and Kevin Burke, who was on our show before, he he was pretty clear with us and saying it's, you know, it can be a pretty race to the bottom on what the rate is for a lot of people. And then people are just providing customer service to be able to to expand upon that. But it's interesting that if someone already is using ScratchPay, it's probably a much easier conversation to add in a new payment processor versus trying to come at people with the payment processor. So an interesting and unique angle at coming into the market there. That was definitely a great episode to listen to that one as well. And one thing that was interesting just to kind of build off of that too is what we are really trying to solve for and what we've noticed a lot of the consolidator groups are are looking for solutions to solve for is making the staff experience easier as well. And I think you guys talked a little bit about payment processor integrations with the different practice management systems. And that's something we've been really working to build out over the last six months has been, you know, we definitely don't want to make life more difficult for team members that already are slapped with, you know, all the people like me that got their COVID puppies. But but yeah, so we've been working on ways to just like reduce the time it takes to take a payment. Through working with practices in these consolidator groups, I think what we found is Normally, you can reduce the number of clicks or the time it takes to take payment by between five clicks and up to 30 seconds. And while that might sound small on like a per transaction basis, we've actually found too that if you can show that value as well to a group, you know, you still want to have low fees. And of course, with consolidators, they can definitely command those lower fees with their volume, but it really kind of changes the conversation away from that direct race to the bottom, if it can be a tool that helps your team have a better quality of life, if it can be a tool that helps your team, you know, get more pet parents to go for that plan A. And so that's kind of the angle we're coming at it from scratch pay is, you know, we definitely offer really competitive rates with our payfac relationship with Stripe, but we also want to make sure that we're solving for other business goals too with payment processing. And one other thing that to a payment processor, kind of our philosophy is, is we should, as a payment processor, we should be proactively helping consolidators solve problems, right? So 
take, for example, like AR and AR balances at practices. That's one where, in theory, if you integrate correctly with a practice management system and you have the payments data from the clients because you're processing those payments, we should be helping consolidators like keep those balances as close to zero as possible. And so we've kind of built out some tools and suites of options there to enable clinics at the consolidators to do it at a macro level to collect on those payments without you know being aggressive or anything. But we really found that just having the ability to send a digital invoice versus a paper statement can drastically increase your collection rates on those outstanding balances. So I'm really excited, and I think we're really excited as we're in the beginnings of this functionality to keep working with our consolidator partners and understand what are the top problems you want to solve with regards to payments. So it's been an interesting journey so far. There's a couple of things that are going through my mind just from my experience working as an emergency vet. So one thing that, you know, I mentioned care credit because I'm old. And the other thing that is popular and, and becoming more popular, but has a difficulty of implementing is the wellness plans. So that's another option for payments and things like that. And then there's also insurance. So if I were the end user and the pet owner, because I think it's, it's a different product. One thing is that when you're thinking of doing something that you couldn't afford, but you can stretch it through five payments, mm-hmm. that makes sense. And then another situation where I'm, I have to do this and I can't afford it. And then I need to kind of, are you reading those as two different clients? Because when you have insurance, because clinics ultimately need to decide what do they do? Do they leverage more scratch pay as the method when people can't afford things or push more on insurance? And that's a different thing. Do you see how you, if you're competing in that space at all, or they're completely different philosophies? I would say we're, we're very complementary to both insurance and wellness plans. And we started to have some conversations with different consolidators that have their own kind of homegrown wellness plans. And they've come to us with the need of wellness plans are great, right? Like they cover a certain number of those core services. But what the struggle is, what we've seen with wellness plans is you want to keep that monthly payment pretty reasonable so you can get client opt-in. But then the issue or challenge is clients don't necessarily read into the finer print, right? And they think, okay, I'm paying this monthly fee. So the psychology there is, you know, hey, I'm covered because I'm buying into this. Nothing wrong with wellness plans, but they just don't cover all the experiences a pet might have, right? And so what happens is a client will come in, the wellness plan or insurance won't necessarily cover that you know, emergency or that dental exam, for instance. And then the client is having this poor experience of, well, I've been paying into this thing and it's not going to cover what I maybe wrongfully so, right? But had in my mind that it would cover. And so what ScratchPay is trying to do, so we have a couple things here. One, we're working on some really cool pre-qualification opportunities. So that way, different consolidators can offer, okay, if you have, if you buy our wellness plan, you're getting a special prequal offer for maybe $1,000, 0% APR with scratch pay. So that way, it's kind of using our traditional payment plan to augment the offering for the wellness plan. So that way, if the client is caught off guard with the service not being covered, we have scratch pay in place. So it can help them just continue that sort of monthly payment philosophy. And it's the same with insurance. You know, we used to have a partnership with Tupanion, and what we did there in that partnership was 
the biggest thing that a customer would kind of call in for on their support line is, I thought this was going to be covered. I'm, I'm upset. And so scratch pay was an option that could help kind of ease the pain of that discovery. That's one way as I kind of see us as complementary. And I'm really excited for this upcoming year and what we're doing with some of these wellness plan conversations. And now with our payment processing too, we're actually working with a couple of partners on just being able to provide some of that backend billing and smart kind of AI retry knowledge to help with credit card decline rates and, and missed payments. Because I'm sure you know as well, the big challenge with wellness plans is people might try to take some of those services up front or those products up front and then maybe try to weasel out of it and cancel payments. So we're working on some really cool stuff there to help with that problem too, just on the payment processing side. That's interesting. I never thought about the wellness plan. This is creative to sign up for wellness plan, get all the services and then disconnect. Is that within the plans or do people not have like it's a commitment for a year and you can't opt out? That's just interesting. Probably sort of a side question. Not to step on Angela's knowledge here, but so VCP, which is a major wellness plan provider, they white label it for a lot of groups. That's really what as a clinic is paying for is somebody to mm-hmm. call and chase down the people that are taking advantage of the wellness plan yeah. and not paying for it. You're not paying them usually to make medical decisions and build out the plan and manage the UI and UX of it. It's finding someone that's willing to be the bad guy to collect the money without having to tarnish the name of the clinic. It's common for sure. So that's that's a smart way to go about it. I mean, if you can distance the front desk and the staff from the payment collection piece, that's probably a huge thing because we noticed that with burnout triggers, people did not get into veterinary medicine to collect money. Ivan brought me along as the one to collect all the money for us. <laughs> I'm not good at that. <laughs> he said, Ryan, no, I'm a vet, so you just collect the money and do this. But I think it makes a lot of sense because it's not the right experience usually, especially if it's a very big thing that's a life-saving procedure. You, I think compassionate people are more likely to say, well, let's figure out a payment option or we can do it for less money or something like that. But scratch pay, I guess it's, the nice thing there is you guys are taking out the need for the business to take the burden on it and you're opening up an an additional door for the client there. So that's really cool. Well, I know we burn through time really quickly and we try to keep them close to 20 minutes here for everybody. But there are two questions that we ask every single guest that we have. And the first one is if there is a book that you would recommend for people to read. Definitely. I would recommend, uh, it's a little bit newer. It's called Think Again by Adam Grant. So it's basically covers how to, I'm a big kind of pragmatic person. And I really like this book because, you know, he's an organizational psychologist and he covers tools in the book on how to make sure that as you grow and learn, you're able to rethink your kind of standing opinions and biases and stuff like that. So I think that book's really wonderful, especially as, you know, COVID's hit, still continuing, you know, we want to stay innovative learning to question your assumptions and be able to kind of rethink on opinions is super important. And that's philosophically what we try to do at Scratch Bay too. So I love that book and would highly encourage people to read it. Awesome. And then if there is a guest that you would recommend that we have, you were a recommended guest, so you get to pay it forward onto the next person that you recommend for us to have on the show. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Have you guys, I don't know if you guys have had Scott Harper with Ally DBM before. No, we haven't. Yeah, no. so 
I would recommend Scott. I think he'd be great for the show from kind of two reasons. So he's the CEO of Ally DVM, which is a technology that does kind of reminders communications. And then prior to that, in a previous life, he actually ran ambulatory surgery centers, a group of those. So kind of the consolidator lean, but in a different space. So I think he could provide a really good perspective on both kind of technology and maybe problems that consolidators might face. That's Very interesting. Awesome. I didn't know that about Scott. We, I, I know him personally, but I didn't know that he was working in the in the ambulatory emergency centers. That's interesting. Good recommendation. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Well, thank you for your time, and uh, thank you for bringing all the wisdom around the uh, the topic that you uh, have a core competency in, because I didn't, and now I know more. <laughs> yes. Thanks again, Angela. Well, thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for listening to Consolidate That. If you want to hear our new episodes, please find us on any podcast platform. Also, you can learn more about us on our website at vetintegrations.com. 